Welcome to Turning Purple, where we take an in-depth look at life as an independent artist. The good, the bad, and the kiki carry of it all. Hello. Oh, hi, girl. Hi. How you doing, girl? I'm good. Gorgeous. How are you? Are you gorgeous? Just having a gorgeous little podcast moment. Great. Amazing. I... I'm good. You're better? I'm better. Yesterday I was going through it a little bit, but today I'm good. Today I'm good. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Some kind of psychological change in your life? Some sort of psychological change. Well, yeah, I'm going through nothing but psychological changes in my life (laughs) these days. Um, But yeah, today it's good. I'm feeling excited for conversations. Well, good. Nothing worse than not being excited about having a conversation that no. you're recording. <laughs> I guess it, that wouldn't be great if we were, were if we weren't excited. I'm always I always get excited. Usually, sometimes I'm it so just excited. sometimes it happens like just before. Are you so excited or are you so scared? I need my pills. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so, so scared. scared. Yes. <laughs> skilled. Well, yes, that is, I am very skilled. I'm scared about everything. But, but I'm not scared of that new lip color. Oh my Ooh, god, do you love it? So rich. This, yeah, this is this is the one. Your lips are turning purple. Well, they did. They already turned purple. purple. Well, it's like purple, but it's like blue. It's like See if it, when it's it, very. It that's like the color that I want my car. Yeah, it's like purpley. It's like a purple. <laughs> depending upon what light, it's like a really deep purple, or it can look really navy blue. Can we just take that to the um, to the Mako and say, well, "Can you make I'm my sure car look like this?" That makes sense because this is the most expensive item of makeup that I own. Is that currently that on my lipstick? Lips. Yes, cost me forty. Bucks. It looks very expensive. <laughs> It was worth it because I noticed. Oh my god! I, I know that's the first time you've ever said anything on your own, unprompted. <laughs> you are. You do love to say, "Do you like my new lip color?" <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Did you notice? What am I paying my face over here for? My health? <laughs> Gosh. So the world sucks. Everything still sucks. But so why not talk about some more stuff that sucks? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about some other things that suck. Um, like I said before, like we suck. said, we oh, it yes, doesn't it does. suck. We said, oh yes, it does. It does suck. <laughs> um, we said before, like I feel like sometimes we. I don't want it to feel like we're always talking about <laughs> shitty Erica, things. Eric is worried that it sounds like we're just um, <laughs> Bitter complaining is... about how terrible being an artist is. I, I, but it but isn't. that's not the case. I don't think that's. I don't think that comes up. We're just I, talking I about. I just want to make sure that it you know doesn't. the different sides of being an artist, and you know, I mean, obviously, I myself fun. Am... I love. I love <laughs> to do what I do. Yeah. Most We're of coming, the time. To- most, most of, of the, the time. But well, for me, like coming from a, like an honest place, mm-hmm. like I am generally, historically, 
riddled with anxieties. Like that's my that's the way my life has been lived. <laughs> I so can't believe like, you're I can't, worried like, about something. I can't. It's I can't not that talk big of about. A deal. I can't really talk about <laughs> anything that has to do with my life without sounding uh, like completely neurotic. So I'm okay with that. I've made pe- I've made peace with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. But here's like I think one of the major things like for any. For performing for me, especially starting out, but for, I think for any performer, um, you know, in the words of uh, of Carrie's mom, mm. they're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> um, they're all gonna laugh at you. Oh, I, yeah, they're all gonna laugh at you. The Adam Sandler <laughs> uh, CD that I used to listen to when I was I a, remember a that. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> and they're also like. It was Fatty McGee. Uh, and so remember? Terrible. Yeah, I do remember. It was very uh, of a different time. Yeah. And the Hanukkah song. Yeah. And yeah. Hokies very and grinders. Very offensive. And grinders. Navy beans, navy beans, lunch ladyland. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> um, well, I mean, they might not all laugh at you, but they might. They might. It's, that's. I mean, it's definitely been one of my biggest. I don't know if it's do been like a, con, a conscious fear that people. Or do are you think like that laugh. they're laughing at you behind your back? I don't know. I feel like I'm. I guess my fear is like I, that I'm going to do something that would cause people to laugh. Generally, here's the thing. Even like, even though I do have, <laughs> see, I have. But you wouldn't want to make people stage, laugh. Right? How no, terrible would that, that would be? be? Terrible. <laughs> uh, I've mentioned before on this podcast that I've stuff. I suffered from major stage fright from the point like from when i was a child mm-hmm. um and to the like debilitating physical physically debilitating stage fright uh generally it goes depending upon what it is and how well rehearsed i am it goes away the second i start like open my mouth mm-hmm. or the second like i begin Mm-hmm. Usually, or like maybe a few seconds after, once things start to happen, things start to flow, then it it I go, it goes away, and I don't feel like I want to crawl in a hole and die anymore. Um, but it hasn't always been that way, especially like when I was a kid. Uh, it was definitely that, but it wasn't so much the fr- like the fear of like people were going to laugh. It's like that I would do something that was just so horrible like- that was going to make them laugh. Like but usually when I yeah something like that when you're I just, doing a high anything kick. that you could imagine terrible would happen on stage runs through my mind in mm-hmm. the few seconds before I go on stage always well it seems like anything wrong that could happen in any type of situation goes through your mind <laughs> in general in general yeah I mean that's just the way that my mind is yeah. set up generally to work that it hasn't been as bad lately though. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of my regime, we're going to call it. The Does regime. look on the bright side come across as offensive to you? Look on the bright side, yes, trite, <laughs> um, yes, trite and offensive. So what? Who cares? <laughs> that's my that's my philosophy. So what? Who cares? But generally, even when I do mess up, I can make it into something adorable it's kind of on brand almost at this point because i generally like i something usually goes wrong i forget something or i mess up something a, mm-hmm. a, a name or a word and i can just kind of make it adorable and like incorporate it into my act i mean it happens it's happen, something i forget something 
usually every show that I do. Something. Well, happens. yeah. I mean, I feel like something always goes. So, it just comes along with performing. Something, something always, always goes happens. wrong, and so that's why, I like, you know, I'm. I don't. I don't try. I try not to take it too seriously my because response you can only usually, do so, what you can do you know exactly I mean, my response is usually to like lean into it yeah like like when you know the, people's favorite parts of like saturday night live is when they break right people love that shit well i don't appreciate it because i think it's unprofessional it's, yeah, only performers hate it but <laughs> audiences love but, it yeah and I, this is what i found like if you like, I don't have a problem with, like, being like, oh, I fucked up and stopping a song and starting over. I, that used to be, like, the – that used to be, like, oh, my God, I couldn't believe yeah. that people would do that. Or, like, I myself would never conceive of doing such a horribly unprofessional thing. Mm. But people don't fucking care. Yeah. They actually really like it and it endears them to you, especially if you if you can laugh at yourself and admit when you fucked up and yeah. not, like, and not just – and not shut down because people – can usually people can tell, mm-hmm. but they like it if you lean into it, yeah. which is what I found. So that's kind of my that's usually my response these days. Um, yeah, it's always it ten times worse in your head than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Usually, I but so like yeah, we know that about me. We know that I suffer from stage fright. It hasn't been as bad lately because I've been pretty very well rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I, I I I rehearse things a lot. Yeah. Even just like lip sync numbers, I generally like rehearse them all week. The numbers that I'm going to do uh-huh. for the show on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and I play them over and over and over again. Even if I already know the song, I'll play it over and over and over again. So generally, I my my way of alleviating that the crypt like physically debilitating uh, nerves is to be very well rehearsed. Even the even if it doesn't always translate you know what i mean Mm -hmm. even if i still most of the time will forget something or something will go wrong Uh, yeah it alleviates those nerves have you ever um you have you ever you've never suffered from stage fright no i don't think i've ever had what you would consider stage fright i mean i just i get more excited but right before i go on stage and like I a mean, rush? Yeah, I just get, you know, like kind of tingles and, you know, like a lot of energy. But, you know, sure, like if you're not prepared and you're going out to do something that's supposed to be like ready and, you know, a lot of the shows I do are very loose. So uh-huh. it's very like a lot of improvisation. So it's not so much about like I have to do this perfectly, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't really have to think about it that much. It depends. Like when when we did Dirty Disney and I'm like singing a song that is like I need to – it was my first time. Like the first night the that, first I was, time. that I was doing it and I was performing these songs for the first time in yeah, front of a crowd. I was a little worst. nervous. But I wasn't like – Oh my God, because I knew that I knew the songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was still a little, I was like, I hope I don't fuck up these lyrics. But, you know, I wasn't like stage fright, like, oh, I can't do it. You know, I've never really been like that. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it has something to do with like the fact that I've been performing since I was a little kid and it was always just kind of like normalized. There was no like build up to me 
making my big debut or, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I perform a lot and I'm in front of people a lot. So like, I think that, I think that the more time that goes by and when I don't perform, the more I might be a little nervous because I'm just like, you know, like you're not used to it. You know, like when exactly. you do it, when you're doing it every week, it's no big deal, you know? But then like, I've had times when I've had months between performances you know, and you feel a little rusty and I feel a little rusty and I feel just like, you know, you just have to like get into it again. And it's not, you know, um, just like the most, it's, it, it's, it's, you can tell a performer that, that has been going on stage, you know, weekly or every night or whatever, they just have that comfort and they, they feel, com- it feels comfortable. You, for me, I've felt much more comfortable when it's like on a regular basis. When there's a big break in between, it can be, it can get, I can get a little bit more nervous. Or if it's the first time doing a show that I've, you know, been rehearsing, but never actually done it, you know, um, it just gets, I think it, for me, it always gets easier the more, the more you do it. I mean, I know, I, you know, I, I guess I don't really know that many people that like have had stage fright, but like, I know some people it's just like. No matter how many times they 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 go on stage, it's like this weird mental thing where, like, right before they go on, they just get really nervous and mm. whatever. I mean, I don't I don't think that happens for you all the time. Like, it doesn't anymore. It used to. But I think if it's like a big, you know, if it's a big show, like, what? But what do you mean? Like when we performed together, I never heard you saying anything about stage fright. Well, no, it wasn't. What do you mean? When? Like when we used to tour and like do shows and with well, Johnny. because I would get really drunk in not order to always. Alleviate. Yes, always. I never went on stage without having at least two or three shots of me. Never. Mm, yeah, I guess not one true. time. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shots. I, actually, I, I mean, I will, I will admit that like a lot of times when I, when I go and do shows – a lot of times if it's in like a, a club, a dance club where everyone is like drinking and mm. um, I mean I like to have a few drinks to like kind of let myself loosen up, you know, because sometimes I will – I don't know. I just want it to be kind of – I want to be more relaxed than I am. <laughs> so I just kind of like yeah, of course. resort to, you know um, – drinking or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I could never, I, you know, I used to smoke a lot of pot, but I would never <laughs> get stoned before a show. That sounds horrible. It would just, I, I mean, mean it's getting, always when I was stoned, me, I would just like, you know, I was not a big talker and I would just kind of shut down. I've been on stage stoned and it was never a good experience. Ooh, that sounds horrendous. Yeah. Some people, you Some know, people really like enjoy they, it. They, I, I mean, I went to music school, so everyone was smoking pot and it was like almost tradition that like you would go smoke weed. Before the show or at like if there was a set break, everyone would go out and smoke weed and uh-huh. like it was just – I get super paranoid and like, you know, I just can only think about how stoned I am instead of like thinking about actually performing. So um, yeah, no, that was never – that would never work for me. But but definitely like, um, you know, I would have – I'll have some – I'll have some – I'll still have some drinks, you know, if I'm if I'm performing. It just depends, you know. 
sometimes I, I want to think... get drunk before I get on stage. Like I do gigs, you know, in Europe where I don't go on till two, three o'clock in the morning, you know? So I don't want to be like, if I wait till after the show to party, then the night will be over by the time I get off stage, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'll have, I'll have a few before I get on stage and I definitely, um, it's not, it's not something that I feel like I have to do, Uh but it's more like out of boredom because sometimes you're just sitting around and you're like, what am I supposed to do sitting here for two hours before the gig? You know, I don't think that I'll ever, I don't think that I'll go back to it. I don't think because I don't think because I don't need it anymore. Like I don't get that. I don't feel number one. My stage fright is very much down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really when we were doing all the dirty Disney stuff, it doesn't. It didn't really happen. Like once I stopped drinking before the shows, it still it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, and I found that I could. Yeah, I mean, like that kind of better. show. I don't want to. I don't want to have a drink before the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not that when it's like a sit down cabaret style thing. Like, no, I don't want to be drinking. I want to have, be like on my shit. But when I'm just like in the DJ booth uh-huh. and like you know, I'm like, hey, put your hands up, you know, yeah. all that type of stuff, and everyone. Everyone in the club is already wasted. Exactly. I feel like I should be like kind of more on their level, you know. I'm not saying like I've been wasted, wasted, and and don't even remember being on the microphone. Oh yes, obviously. I remember. I remember that's not the I best a few situation where that happened. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little bit like as the night goes on and you continue to sing and just like, oh girl, I yeah. should have stopped a couple. There wasn't it once you did it. You didn't even remember. Oh yeah, doing it at all. Yeah, you told me you were like you, you remember the third time you went up to do a to do a song and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> a third time?" <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean but yeah, I mean I don't I I I I actually used to get like really really drunk throughout the night when I did gigs and I found myself just taking it a little bit easier on myself. Um Mostly because I think I couldn't handle the hangovers anymore. But, you know, I just was trying to take it a little bit easier um, because, you know, as a professional, I as don't want to be out of control at yeah. my place of work. You I know? think now that I've gotten over the hump and the difference between how I perceive my performances, uh, drinking and not drinking um, – because I've seen the difference now, uh, I don't think I'll go. I don't think I'll. Well, drink before yeah, I mean, it was anymore. a different time. What are you gonna stay sober so that you can do one number for no money at Tubway at five a.m.? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, it was a different. It was time. a different time, and a but different I'm just situation. saying that I wasn't in that. Like then, I wasn't able to do shows without being wait. Like you know inebriated it wasn't possible right even when we had but that's yeah that's when it like when it came came down to it most of the shows you were doing were after midnight yes in a club mm-hmm. and then when it came to like going and doing gigs on a for like a pride festival or something when we're playing at 4 p.m um you would still be like girl i need a drink like uh-huh. because you know for me that was never <laughs> like a thing because i've done you know i've done shows 
with my band and stuff when, you know, I didn't, it was never, you know, I didn't really start drinking and having anything to do with that until I kind of got into the club scene. Uh But, but yeah, for me to do, to do a show sober was like, okay, that's fine. You know, it was just kind of like using alcohol and drugs or whatever was kind of just like, well, I'm doing that because of the environment that I'm in, you know? Yes. It wasn't about like, I can't go on stage because I don't feel like I can do this without. Yeah. It was very much that for me, but it isn't anymore, which is good. You know, I think that was just what you were used to though. It was what I was used to, but it was also, uh, not wanting to experience what I had always experienced pre like as a child, which was horrible physical stage fright. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes like I wouldn't be, nothing would like a, like, I would open my mouth to sing or talk and like nothing would come out. Hmm. So it was, it got, it could be bad when I was younger. Yeah. Um, so I think that as an adult, I never wanted to get to that place. So I always got drunk because I knew that if I was drunk, that wouldn't happen. At least that wouldn't happen. I might not remember what else happened. You might not but... remember doing the show, <laughs> <laughs> but at least, yeah. uh, it would be, I would be doing mm. a show. Yeah. And not, choking you know, it's a completely, it's a um it's like kind of a way to yeah distract yourself from for sure from all that. So you've never had an experience where like your nerves got the better of you and you I had like a bad experience? I don't think so. I mean if I did, I probably blocked it out, but I don't ever remember having like a terrible, like, like oh my shit, God, I can't believe that happened moment on stage. You know, I've had a lot of things happen. Um, cause it seems like something like we were saying, something always happens uh-huh. in a show. Well, even where you just felt like shit, I blew that. Um, no, because never. I'm amazing and okay. I never do anything wrong. All no, right. no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm very, I'm very, um, okay, girl. Um, JK, I'm very, but I'm very relaxed on stage. Um, and, uh, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't really make me nervous. Like no. I, the, the bigger the crowds got, mm-hmm. the more nervous energy i would feel but i i didn't i never interpreted it as you know stage fright it was just like nerves you know like you, uh-huh. you're about to go in front of five thousand people and sing and perform and there's you know everyone's looking at you and that is a crazy feeling that you don't experience every day True. so I think I've, I mean, I definitely have, there's one particular experience that stands out in my mind as a really terrible experience all around. And I think it incorporated like every, all of my worst fears about a performance Mm -hmm. and all of the worst fears about like what would happen if I wasn't drinking. Um, It was the first time, this just happened a couple of years ago um, when I did that Raw Artists show. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was out of town for that. Uh, Yeah. It was, well... I we had just coming off of that our you know horrible experience with my former best friend mm-hmm. and uh I was unemployed and lost and really wanting to do something and I got a call 
uh, for one of those things is some of you artists out there might have gotten. I think there's, there's more than just raw artists. There's a lot of these types of showcase shows. It's one of those shows where you have to like guarantee to sell a certain amount of tickets in order to participate. Yeah. It's like a fundraiser it's basically, basically for the company. For the company. Yeah. It's, it's, it's shady. But it's like, probably not if you're, the best. No. Not vehicle for someone like me at yeah. all. If you have a product to sell, it's great. It's for like – Yeah. I mean it's for like – I think it's for like more for people that are starting out that – because, I mean, I don't even hardly ever do those type of shows where I'm like, you have to bring your own crowd anymore. Because that's the hardest part of anything exactly. is to get people to come. You know, you want to be like, oh, what do you want to call your friends and be like, will you pay $20 to come see me? Yeah, it sucks. It's the like, whole come thing about, on, you yeah, know. The whole concept, that whole concept sucks. But I really wanted to, I needed something to concentrate on. Mm-hmm. And they called and I was like, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and I had been working on some songs that I'd never gotten to perform, so I was like, "I'm going to do it." I'm not realizing that it was not not a LGBTQIA. Well, that's the thing. It was mark. It was sold to me by the person that I was in contact with as that as that mm-hmm. as a very LGBTQIA friendly environment <laughs> where diversity was encouraged and applauded. Sure, and diversity is encouraged. Well, that's but. the thing. I think that I was an aspirational hire. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because like they wanted... This is what they wanted. They want to range, be. you yeah. know. They wanted the show to be a show right. that would include me, but it wasn't. Right. So when I got there... um well, number one, I had just – I put a lot of – I'd made a very large – spent a very long time making a very large outfit. Um, and I had – well, they, it was a big – it was a really nice performance space. It had these two – it was framed by these two um, glass staircases coming down from either side onto a really big stage with a really long runway and a giant jumbotron behind you where, it, where that you could put whatever kind of visuals you wanted. So I had these visuals that uh, you made for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you made for me that were like – that mirrored my outfits. I am a master video editor. You are a master video <laughs> That you made for me that would basically mirror the outfits that I was wearing. Right. Um, so it was like – it was like my outfits was taking up the entire space. It was mm-hmm. very beautiful. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it the – to perform by myself in a space that was so wonderful, like grandiose, wasn't in and of itself intimidating. So after – by the like by the time sound check was over, I was already like, oh, this is I was already sweating and shaking and like almost peeing in my pants. Cause I was very ner- I just got really nervous right off. And then I went to beat my face and I had to wait for a really long time in between sound check, but it was not long enough to like go back home and come back. Mm-hmm. But there was like three or four hours. So I'm just sitting around beating my face really slowly. And people are trickling in and I'm starting to realize that like I'm the only me there. Uh-huh. Like I'm the only person even remotely like me involved in the performance aspect of the showcase or in the – because it's visual artists as well that have booths set up. Mm-hmm. And you can have a booth too and you can sell stuff, which is why I'm saying – Did you forget that not everyone was an avant-garde performance artist like you? Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot. It totally slipped my mind that not everyone was – Like, yo, check out my new single, son. 
It was very that. <laughs> um, it was all... Well, I mean, all of the performers like rappers, were, right? yeah, all the performances were rap. I got straight, bars, son. Were straight rap artists. Uh huh. Um, like nobody, and the people that were there were there to see that. There was a few people there that I got to buy but tickets. The, the to people come that were there me. were there because they those people had sold the tickets to their friends. Yes. So everybody that was involved, it's not like anyone. That's the no. thing. It's not like anybody was coming to this show just to check it out. No, everyone that was there was there to see someone in particular. They're all like, and everyone that artists. was there was yeah. not me or anything like me. Right. So, which is not good. <laughs> no. Uh, so the entire as people were starting to trickle in, I was getting more and more and more and more nervous. And uh, a friend of mine came and sort of calmed me down a little bit. A friend, Hannah. She's wonderful. She came and like sort of calmed me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I realized, did she? Yeah. She came before the show. Um, you realized that you weren't performing at the Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like right before I went, was ready to go on stage, um, I like totally panicked because number one, I saw who they, I saw, I was watching who was going on before me and I was like, this is not anything like me at all. Right. And I saw the people that were there and I was like, these people are not going to get what this is. I could see it from like Mm -hmm. the way that they looked and I'm just like everything that was going on, the whole vibe of the thing was just very hetero and very not yeah. avant-garde. Yo, was that a dude? So, yeah, very that. So, right before I got on stage, I could feel myself choking. Like, I could feel my my air supply cutting off. I could feel my throat closing up. Mm. Um, I, could, I could feel the sweat dripping down, like, my pits and my back. Um, I started shaking a little bit. Um, it was really, it was absolutely terrible. I managed to get through it, but... It wasn't great. Mm. Um, I could barely hold my hands up and gesture without them visibly shaking. Um, And I also realized right before I walked down the stairs, it was such a beautiful um, setup. Like I had this really long, like 10 foot, maybe 12 foot long train. (laughs) um, And it just like glided down the stairs behind me. It was Mm. really beautiful. Mm. Um, But... Straight people don't care about no trains. Yeah, they don't care about that shit. <laughs> um, they didn't say, where? No, there was yes, none of that. It was very much, here. I saw, like She's the second I stepped it. down the stairs, I saw pretty much everyone's head tilt to the side. Like, eh. um, do. Why, why that girl so big? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't horrendous. But I felt pretty sh- – really – I felt really shitty afterwards. I, re- I also realized as I was walking down the stairs that I hadn't had a drink. Mm-hmm. For the first time that day, I was like, oh, shit. Why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? This doesn't happen usually. Well, I don't and know I was if like, a drink could have cured that audience. A couple – I think three <laughs> or four drinks would have made you can, me I mean, feel you can a lot only better do so, at that point. You can only do so much. Like, you know, your show is your show. If it's not the right crowd for it – it's not always going to work. Exactly. You know, I've done gigs where um, I've, I mean, I've performed in tons of straight venues in, in Europe. I actually play, sometimes I play in more straight venues than gay venues because what I do is I go and sing with a DJ and that's not specifically a gay thing at all. You know, 
And so I'm there for to just to sing and, exactly. you know, um, but girl, I remember when I lived in Europe, we used to go to this, do this gig every Thursday in this town called Szczecin at this, Szczecin. Um, Szczecin. At this club called Rocker Club. Rocker and, Club. <laughs> and there was a fight every single week. Like there, there was, these were like big Polish guys, like drunk off their asses, like throwing beer bottles. It was like, it was like roadhouse up in there, girl. And, and it that was just like, girl, fun. like I swear to God, every week, every week I was just like, girl, I'm just waiting for one of these guys to pop off and go crazy. Like it was, you know, it was not the friendliest. Uh, I mean, we never had any problems, yeah. but like, when the guys that are fighting are literally the next table over from you, it's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of scary. And I mean, you know, I've had I mean, I've always I will always prefer to play in a gay bar for sure, you know, in a gay club because those are my people, of you know, course. and I feel like and a lot of times like they'll come up to me, they'll know what I've done, they'll ask for my songs and stuff like that, you know, when I'm going to the straight clubs, don't anybody know who I am, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um but exactly. But um, you know, and 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 sometimes like they're just not there for it. You know, if the crowd is not there for it, and, and they just want to hear whatever, they just want to hear Rihanna and Britney and whatever they want to hear their favorite song from the DJ and not sung live from this random person that they don't know. It, you know, it can be kind of uncomfortable and, yeah. and i've i mean i've had people i've had girls come up to me drunk girls be like stop singing we want to hear avici or whatever you know and i was just like i i mean <laughs> i don't know i mean we want to hear avici so that so this was europe <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm talking about this i'm talking about in europe I, I don't, nothing no one's ever been that bold in the united states i don't think but um, you know, it, if they're not, if they don't want to go and if they don't want to be hearing somebody sing in the club and they just want to be dancing to their favorite song, then yeah, what the hell am I supposed to do about that? I got paid to be here, you know. They're not going to be. They're not going to be about it. So, so you know, that's that's just something you have to deal with. But I always try to just be like, you know, I mean, that type of stuff can ruin your night for sure. But, um. You just kind of have to, I don't know, brush it off, I guess, because what are you going to do? I mean, I just try to, you just kind of keep moving forward, <laughs> get another drink, get another drink, get another drink, not anymore. keep going, not anymore. I mean, I don't really drink that much anymore um, in general. I mean, maybe we'll, maybe one since day I we'll started my diet in, Me in February, well, I was since we started not all. being able to leave but, the house um, as well. But like you know, I mean, in some like I was DJing, um, and when I would DJ weekly, I hardly ever drank. You know, I would like save yeah, it. You up don't want to be hungover sometimes. Every week. Sometimes, you know, and plus I'm like driving now, so I mean, in New York it was different. You know, but here you have to worry about how am I going to get there? How am I going to get home? Before? Exactly. And, um, you know, I would save it up maybe like once a month I would have some drinks or whatever. But every week, you know, not really. Do you ever feel like um, 
But it's boring like, to be at the club feel- and not be drinking. If you're there all, if you have to be there all night, which I usually do, I've, you know, I'm, if I'm just I'm coming in for, if I was coming in at midnight to do a 15 minute performance and then I could go, I might not drink at all. But if you have to be there for sound check and then you got to stay there and then you got to, you're not going on till two and whatever, it's like, girl, I'm going to have some drinks because I'm not going to sit here and be sober around all these drunk ass people. Mm, yeah. Okay. I think for me, I'm good with it now. Like I can, I'm, I'm those like, I was just getting into it. I've like being able to like go out and have one drink, like when I get there and then not drink for the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, I was getting, I was really getting into like getting into people and trying to just exploring a new way. And it was working for me. Uh, I think I'd be fine with it still. Uh, my question was, did you ever think, um, well, I, I asked you if you'd ever done something that you'd ever been like really dissatisfied with and you said no, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you have your good like shows a and your bad shows, I you guess. Nothing sticks out in your mind as being like, I really believe. <sighs> Not that I can remember. La Dita. <laughs> I mean... Good for you. I do often have a dream about um, being in a musical, but never have having never have I've never rehearsed any of it. Oh my it. god, I have that dream and all the I time. Just am thrown on stage, and like there's all these people doing this, all this, or doing all these things uh-huh. that, that they know exactly what they're doing, and I'm like, and you don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I have I'm just that here. dream all the time. I have that dream. It's the most uncomfortable feeling. I have that dream, but I also have a dream all the time, uh, a dance dream in which it's the same thing, but I magically know everything. Oh, well, that's nice. And am amazing. I wish I could Usually know it's it. like I, like the prima, I'm in the ballet, right? And the prima like breaks her leg or something. Mm. And they're like, you can do it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I couldn't possibly. And then they throw me on stage and I turn it. I think, I mean, actually, the funny <laughs> thing is that actually did happen to me in real life when I was little. Were you a swing? I was a, I was the understudy, oh, you were understudy. for um, Oliver when I was on tour. We went on – remember I told you I went on that like yeah. national tour when I was in like sixth or seventh grade or something. And I was the understudy for Oliver, but I was not properly – given like the rehearsal time that i really needed uh-huh. and like i knew the lines pretty much you know i mean <laughs> think keep in mind this is when i was in sixth seventh grade you know yeah. what I mean? like i knew the sh- i definitely knew like in general but then when you've never been able to actually do i never had a dress rehearsal or anything you know, so then it's like, okay, actually, you have to do this, and there's going to be an audience, and this is like real life where the kid got sick or whatever, and I had to go on stage with like hours of notice, exactly, and I'm just like, oh my god, and that that actually did happen, and there's like a huge chase scene, and I was just running around like, who knows where I'm going? I was just like, girl. Who knows? I'm going to run over here. I'm, I'm going to run, run over, over there. there. There's a bunch of people just looking at me like, what the fuck is he doing? He's running. So, so maybe, that's, maybe, maybe that's where that comes from, where I actually did have that, that experience. Happened. And then it like is a reoccurring dream now. 
Um, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I got through the show. There was definitely lines dropped and blocking dropped, but you know, yeah, it is what it is. And again, those situations are. I love. I have a, Shirley McLean has a story that she tells that I love. When I think about like what audiences are down for, basically, like audiences are very forgiving when it comes to that. As long as you know, like if you try to pretend like you didn't fuck up uh-huh. it's worse right. than acknowledging your yeah. fuck up kind of it's in your mind it doesn't seem like that mm-hmm. but i feel like i feel like audiences react better like here's the story that that Shirley McLean tells like of her basically her big break which was in damn yankees um she had had very little rehearsal uh and the person who she was understudying for was notoriously never sick, has like had never missed a show like in her entire career. So it's like basically don't bother rehearsing because right. she'll never miss a show. Right. So she missed a show. So and she didn't find out about it, but she was trying to do the show right up until like it's time to go on stage. Uh-huh. So she didn't know because this lady was didn't tell right. anybody that she was gonna have to drop out. She's basically they had to carry her out in a stretcher or something mm-hmm. crazy. So she goes on, finds out like minutes before the curtain that she's doing the role. So she goes on stage and at one point during steam heat, when they're doing the hat stuff, she dropped her hat and it rolled across the stage and she yelled, shit, <laughs> at the top of her lungs and the audience loved it. <laughs> they were immediately on her side. She had like a 20 minute cur- like curtain call or something crazy. Mm-hmm. People were could not stop clapping for her at the end of it. So it's like, I feel like, I don't know, sometimes... That shit can really yeah. endear you the to more an you, audience. Yeah, the more you act like nothing happened when when something obviously, obviously went is wrong, happening, it, the more uncomfortable it makes the audience. Exactly. Like she dropped. You drop something. You drop something. You go drop pick something. it up. Like don't pick act it up. like you didn't. You know. Yeah. Like it's not there because and everyone obviously, sees it. And if you have to run and get something, you might as well just acknowledge the audience. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. So if you have to do something like that, mm-hmm. you might as well just like put your tongue in your cheek. Yeah. Give them a wink and a smile. Be like, I know I fucked up. Stay with yeah. me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that always – I mean I always think of that when I try to like that story, mm. when I try to like be okay with yeah. fucking up because I, I'm prone to fucking up. Like when we were doing – when we were doing – I don't know what it is. Even when I rehearse, I'm very prone to like forgetting. I do know why it is and I'll tell you later. But there's – I was usually – when we – when I was in – the performance art group that I was in called End Subtitles, mm-hmm. uh, I was notorious for fucking up. Like, because we had a lot of props. We always had a bunch of props and, like, sometimes, like, look, look reveals and choreography. Um, regard, I was always going to fuck something up. It just was, like... It just always happened that I like like either my prop miss like was mislaid or didn't work properly. It was, became like a joke. Like Erica's, you know, oh there she go. Erica forgot her prop again. Uh, once again, once again, joke. yeah. So it's like, but I always um, managed to just like play it off. People still loved the shows. Yeah, and if you just like smile and wink and like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah, I mean it. It depends on the, it depends on the environment because a lot of time, a lot of times, like it's not that serious. Um, but yeah, I mean, even in like, I feel like no matter no matter what kind of environment yeah. you're in, you can make De- it into a moment that yeah. really endears you to whoever it is that you're. 
talking to because like I it happened uh when me like me and Sherry Vine did this that number that you and her usually do. Um and I super super super, super country, trashy super trappy nasty, nasty, nasty cunty, cunty bitchy drag, drag queens. queens. And uh I fucked it up. Like I blanked mm-hmm. when I was supposed to come in and I started laughing hysterically and uh we were basically just like let's start it over again. Uh-huh. Well, he was like, oh, I fucked it up. I couldn't, I like, I was looking at Sherry and I was like yeah. remembering all wonderful things that we'd done together. And yeah. like, and she said something, her line made me actually laugh. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like a stage laugh. Uh, like when she said her line, I actually laughed mm-hmm. and I laughed so hard you. that I forgot what I was doing. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. she, and the, but like afterwards, multiple people came up to me. I was like, that was my favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's actually interesting because I used to um, exclusively perform with bands, with live bands when yeah. I first started. And I was always so much more nervous when I had to perform with tracks because you can't when you just... perform with a band and you miss your cue, they just keep playing and then you come in on the next four, you know, beat of four or whatever. Uh. But with a track... It is very – it's like – it's really scary because if you miss your cue, you have to basically just skip over that part and like catch up and you know it's mm-hmm. it's just like, oh god, if I don't hit it right on the exactly. right beat, then I'm screwed and I've messed up the rest of the song, you know. I mean, it's, it's just like – it just – I don't know. It just takes a lot more concentration. It does. And, 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 I, and I've always – I've always been like a super – improvisational performer and I'd like to do stuff differently every time and just kind of like be relaxed and feel it out. I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm going to practice this and do it exactly this way on the day that, you know, I'm not that, I'm not that person. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that, you know? Um, so yeah, for, for that, like tracks were always performing to instrumental tracks were, was always like so weird to me. To, to like make that transition mm. it's totally is a totally different thing i'm like at a point now where i'm cool i think it's, it's happened a few times now mm. i'm cool just being like hold up stop <laughs> i fucked up let's try that again yeah because why not you know what i mean it's like why yeah. not Unless you're like halfway through the song, because I have seen people do this before where they didn't like miss their cue. It was obvious that they didn't really like know the words to the song and they kept messing up. And then they're like, wait, wait. And then they start over and then they mess up again. And I'm just like, girl, like get it together really <laughs> i don't seen, know if i've seen yeah that i've happen. seen it happen before and it's just like it that's when it that when it happens like that it's like girl you just don't know the song like come on um i would never go i could never go on stage even if that was something yeah. that not knowing a song that like really not knowing a song like that that i was thinking yeah. by myself yeah and when we saw somebody do, do it. it in dirty couldn't disney do too couldn't do it what? Remember the first night that we did Dirty Disney and like somebody got up on stage and they were just like butchering the lyrics to their song and it was like, 
girl like oh yeah and they were but happen. but they were backstage trying to learn the lyrics right before the show i can't and imagine like, it's so that's so stressful thing. that's like my the, that's like my worst for months that's like my worst nightmare um being unprepared yeah, yeah i mean my worst i mean that in that type of show you can't not know the words it's all about the words it's all about the words when you're with other people and like a group number, right? That's different. I mean, you can sort yeah, of no, get but away with no. No, I was thinking when you're in, but when, when you're, you're by doing yourself, show, when you're by your when you're by yourself, but you're also in a show with a bunch of other people. So every number represents the group. So it's like kind of like, girl, like you. I don't want to see a bunch of my friends. I don't want my a bunch of my friends to see me fuck something up. So I know it's almost more important that I know it for them than the audience. You yeah. know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, I think that that all is also another thing that comes along with professionalism and like really investing in like what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I don't. I can't imagine that I would ever put myself in a situation where I would have the potential to really fuck up like that. Right. That, I would never. Put, yeah, agree? I would never. I would never do that to myself either. It's. It's. It's the worst feeling that I could possibly think of. I know? think I could would pro- I would probably just be like, let's cut that song. Sure, I, I would. I would definitely say I'm not going to do it if I didn't think that I if I knew that I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing on yeah. stage. If I really because it's better to not like yes. nobody wants to get up there and watch somebody who didn't put the time in to like learn what they're doing. You know, I would definitely be like, let's just cut that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I've had to do songs, you know, uh, in the past where I had to learn songs super fast and like figure it out and go and perform them on camera. I did. I performed on the news in Poland and we were doing this, we were doing, um, do I do by Stevie wonder. And like, I knew the song, I knew the song, but yeah. I didn't know the I words. didn't have the lyrics memorized. And this was like a couple days before. So I was like, shit, like, you know, and did I mess up the lyrics? Yes, probably a little bit. But but you know, um I've I got through it. And I, I definitely yeah. was like grinding on those lyrics like day the two days before that I you know, it was also, like the thing that I had. And it takes me a long time to memorize lyrics. Oh, I hate it. Takes me longer than I think most than anyone that I've yeah met before. It almost seems for me. It seems like it takes other people a lot less time to memorize lyrics. But I think it's almost a mental thing because I can have it memorized. But it seems like you know until you get that one the first performance. The first performance for some reason I will always mess it up on the first performance, and then after that it's just like easy breezy. I can do it anytime, any day, any night, whatever. But the first time, for some uh-huh. reason, I, I, I tend to always screw up the words. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I have. I hate. I. It didn't used to be as big of a deal for me, but for some reason, I think maybe the the less you do it, you know, the harder it is. If you're doing, if you're learning new songs constantly, it's not yes. a big deal. But like, I was doing, you know my own material and then all of a sudden they were like we need you to perform these songs or whatever and i'm just like okay i don't know okay. i can't just memorize a bunch of lyrics and like all these that i don't know it's hard 
It is hard. And it's always hard. And like, so why then? So I why did, continue I doing actually, it? I actually, wait. So why continue doing it but then if one, it's so One hard? more thing. I actually did have that experience where I I was – this was also the last experience two, when I didn't know what the, what I was doing, but I still had to do the show because I got hired to do this gig in Poland for like a political rally. Oh. And I had to do like Justin Timberlake songs and – How many? I had to – well, I had to do <laughs> three songs. All Justin Timberlake? One was Bruno Mars' Treasure and the other one was – can't stop the feeling by Justin Timberlake, and the other one was Senorita. No, Senorita. No, rock with rock, dance with me. Gonna rock, rock your body. Gonna rock your body. Okay, okay. so I knew rock your body because I've been. <laughs> I did that. I learned that a long time ago when I was younger. I knew Treasure. I did not know uh, the words to. Um, the troll song, whatever I'm trying to, what, what I just said, you can't say, can't stop the feeling. Yeah. And it was the most nerve wracking thing. It's the most nerve wracking thing. And like, I just didn't have time. And I, I just had, I had to do the gig, you know, like, but I had to memorize this song and it was just like this one song that I had to memorize. I had like a week, but it was still like, I just like, I don't know. It's not that I didn't put what the did time you do? in. Did you improv it? I I actually didn't mess it up very much. I got it. I because that's the thing. I knew the words. I just didn't know them like the back of my hand. Okay. You know what I mean? So it, it there's a huge difference when you you can say you can say the words, but you know when you're really thinking about it. But being on stage and performing and staying in that moment of like thinking about all the lyrics is something completely different. And it's funny because I didn't actually mess up the words to can't, can't stop the feeling, but I butchered treasure, which is the song, song that, that I you knew that you knew. I started on the second verse instead of the first verse, but luckily Everyone in the audience was Polish, so I doubt that. So they didn't even catch. They really you could noticed. have said whatever. <laughs> yeah, and maybe they wouldn't I doubt have noticed, they noticed as much. much. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, um, but there's not a good. It's really the worst feeling ever to have to. Go, it's like torture. It's like you have to do this, you know, and you have to, you know, let the cards fall as they may. You know, it's like terrible. But why do I do it? Why yeah, do I, everything is like, you know, despite all, of, all the despite, insecurities and anxieties that surround it. Yeah. Why do you keep, why do you continue? Because, um, I mean, you have far less anxieties yeah. and insecurities. Than I, I really do. don't, I really don't you have any at all. Only, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I still got up and went and did a song that I didn't know because, you, you know, don't it's have just any at all. Do. You, you don't, do you don't like, I don't feel like it doesn't affect you as much as it does me. Mm, I mean, this is what I do for a living. Like it's, you know, it's just the way it is. And, uh, I, I like to perform. I always have liked performing and, um, you know, you know, I don't take anything that seriously. It is what it is. So you take the good, take the good, you take the bad, something, something, something. Take them both. And there you have the facts of life. So you, you knew the words to that song. Uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of, that's the thing. I think there's the, all like the memory in my brain is 
really full with a lot of random information that doesn't really need to be there. Mm-hmm. Comes out at various times. You're aware of that. Yes. I For me, uh, there's this wonderful, this wonderful magical thing happens most of the time. Sometimes happens right away. Most of the time, it takes a minute during the course of an evening for it to happen or like during the course of a show. Um where I've hit this like I don't know what the, what do people call it like a flow state I guess mm-hmm. um, like times when I get really like where when I'm like when I don't want to stop right like yeah. when I really don't want to stop it's because like I feel like I've reached this it happens most it happens not all the time but a lot of the time during during the course of a show it will happen. Where I re where I become like the most myself that I can be, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm hyper aware of everything that I'm doing. Uh, I feel like I'm super connected to my to the material. I feel like I'm uh, really communicating everything that I want to communicate, and uh, it's like a drug. It's not endorphin. It's not like a, a, a rush of energy, like an endorphin rush. It's something different. It's more cerebral. It's like uh, I feel like I've become the the most like the most myself that I can possibly be. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that happen to you even when we're doing our live stream, and you're like, if you're feeling it, then you're like, let's just keep going. And I'm like, no, let's stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really, I don't, I don't feel that. I, I mean, you I don't wanna, feel that way. I want to get I feel that like performance. I want to do the performance. I do want to do the performance, but I want to do what I'm going to do and then be done. I want it to be done by the from the time that I step on stage. Like I want to do it, but I don't want it to go any longer than it needs to. Huh? Because to me, it's like I don't know. I don't. I don't get that feeling when I'm on stage. I. I. I you don't ever reach I, that like flow state. I do well, feel I've like sometimes kn- I. I guess I have, but like I don't really care that much. I'd rather, oh, wow. you know, I, Jeez. I, I really don't like. I know what I'm gonna do. What gosh, I'm gonna, everyone, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. But like, <laughs> I don't need. You know, I'm gonna give what I'm gonna give. But like, I don't need to give you. That's what I was. What extra, I, that's that you know? makes sense because what I was about to say was like sometimes if you have, I I know that, and a lot of people do this. I've seen a lot of people. Most people have this sort of a thing. Uh, it's the kind of the opposite of what happens to me. There's like, uh, and it doesn't happen to you all the time, but I can tell. But sometimes there's like this personality that you kind of just open a box, take it out, and like put it on like an outfit. Yeah, all the time, really. That's what getting on stage is. Because that's the thing you're saying. For like me, you, you, you're saying I get into it, but. I'm into it from the very first note. No, it's not. Like, it's not that's like, why I don't see. That I don't not, want it to go on for any longer because I've already it's not that been I'm, in it the whole that's time. Not, maybe I'm not explaining it properly. That's not like I don't feel like I'm not into it. Like I'm into it. I'm there. I'm doing it. But I feel like I'm channeling the material. I feel like it's me. Like I'm the most myself that I can be. Not that I'm the most. Not that I'm like mm-hmm. performing a character. Yeah. 
It doesn't feel like that anymore. It feels like I have become what I am doing. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, for me, sure, I'm aware of like, but I mean, so are you. Like when you get on stage, like you're, when you get on stage, you're on stage. You're on, I'm. There's always yeah. There's Erica Torres performing. Put it on, you know. Yeah, I put it on. You flip the switch and you turn and it. There on. it goes. Yeah, but so, I don't. I feel like some for me. There's a point that comes that I love, which is my which is the favorite my favorite part of performing, where I reach this transcendent state. It's like religious where I feel like I have become what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely lost myself in performances where everything is just kind of like happening and, and, uh, I, I feel like know. I become hyper aware, like more responsive, but more perceptive, like, but like usually I am ready to, Stop. <laughs> I'm not the type of person where I'm just like, I just want to stay. I just want to be. I just, I just love being on. I, I do love performing. You have like kind of a professional. Yeah, it's you're a job. Much more like, it's like I'm not here to. Ha- I'm not here really. I'm not here to have fun. It's like it. It's a job. I do have fun doing it, but I think it's like there's a lot that goes into it, and you know, sure. If I've got an if I've got an extra number planned and the crowd wants me to do another number, I'm happy to do it. You know, it's not like I'm only going to do, but it's just like for me, I don't know. Like it just, I just do what I do, and it's not like a spiritual experience or anything. You know, that seems unfortunate. I love the way. I mean, it's amazing when it happens, and it's the reason that I keep doing it. Because at some point, usually during – at some point, it'll happen. And even if it's just for a minute, even if it's just for a few seconds, it's so delicious that it's worth it. Well, I mean usually to go, It's worth it to t- go through all of that yeah. stuff just I don't know. But for me, it's seconds. like it is – I get that high, you know, most of the time that I'm performing, you know. Like I feel it and I have a good time with it and it makes me feel good. Pretty much every time I perform, you know, it's yeah. very, it, it, sometimes you have a, you have a bad gig and the energy's not there or whatever. And that's, but that's rare. And, you know, most of the time that I perform, I feel great, you know, and it's like, I love being able to show what I can do and to make people happy and to see people's reactions. That's what I really love the most is seeing people's reactions and like seeing how I can make them feel just by singing and performing um, and to take in their energy and, you know, all of that, like that's, those are all, there's so many reasons that, you know, that I do it. And sometimes you get groupies. So hello, uh-huh. pull the trade girl makes getting, makes pulling trade super easy. I've never, have you ever had text with like a fan? Yeah. I don't think I have. Uh, pretty sure you have, Erica. Really? Who? I don't think so. Remember when you took that boy that had the glass eye? He, yeah, but he didn't know who I was. He did after he saw your show. Yeah, but that's not what I mean. I'm talking about someone who, like, uh, someone who appreciates your work, like a fan fan. 
Not so like not some rando that like came to the show, saw you, and then oh. that's just trade. That's still just trade. That's not a that's not a fan. That's some I'm talking about somebody that like knew my stuff. Yeah. Before. Like someone who sought you out for uh, to like for to get into your pants. Probably. Because of who you were. Probably. I haven't. I would. Well, <laughs> I'd love to. You probably put more. You gotta put out more material, girl. <laughs> oh. <sighs> I would love to, but like, yeah, you, you, yeah, you sure. have. Yeah, that's half the reason, girl. I haven't <laughs> thought about that dude with the glass eye for a minute. <laughs> Girl, that hotel sexy. room was a mess afterwards. I it was very rough. There, the furniture was all rearranged. Yeah, that was he liked it I rough. Said, oh my god! It poor, I just read poor Linda. She was sleeping in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> she Girl, was sleeping. In we'll the get master. into that full tea on <laughs> after hours, <laughs> guys. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash yeah, Turning Purple for weekly our weekly after show called After. after. Where, where we, we get deeper into the key, key, and of the carry of, of it all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check that out if you want to get the full deeds on Erica's paid in, where were we, Richmond, Virginia or something? Yeah, that, we were in Richmond, Virginia. I've told this story before, <laughs> but I'll tell it again because it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, also you, follow us. Yeah, what, follow you, us, do you have a list of things that you're supposed to do? Because um, we always watch forget. our live stream. We're, we always forget well, to I tell people the, to do things. I usually do this at the end. But um, oh, but we're gonna so we can do it at the end. Can, Whatever you don't do have to it do it right in, now. Um, what have you done for you lately? Okay, we'll do it then. Just um, as long as we don't forget to tell no, everybody about all the shit that's going on. What they have to look forward to in the after hours. In the after hours. Um, I like. I think that you I think that you do I think that you experience what I'm talking about. I think that you just don't like to 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 um to express things in that kind of a way. I do I think I don't know. I don't think that you like to think of yourself as spiritual. So not really. Yeah. Well we should we should work on that. We should get into that. Everyone is spiritual. We're all spiritual beings, Adam Joseph. Om Shanti. Not that that is a type of spirituality. That is a quantified, codified, like commodified spirituality. Yeah, I'm hardcore atheist. Organized spirituality. You um, can be an atheist and still have some sort of spirituality. Um, I'm well, atheist. Let's I'm get anti-atheist. Into let's get into that in the after hours as well. Let's start talking about I'm not only am I atheist, I am an anti-atheist, bitch. Anti what? Anti theist. Oh, anti theist. Anti theist. Um, yeah, but um, performing is still good despite all the trials and tribulations. That trials and tribulations. Through. I think that I. I mean, I'm just like reaching like kind of a new level with everything in my life, and performing is is that again? I, I've is is the same. I feel like I'm reaching another perspective on uh, being a performer. Um, and I'm able to like, I'm really working on being able to like let things be, do things and like let them just go out into let the- Let it go! 
Yeah, kind yeah, of like that. It's not that serious, Erica. Nobody cares, and it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> right? Depending. <laughs> Depends on the situation. These are just tools that I use to tell me, even if something is serious, you tell yourself it's not that big of a deal so you don't let yourself get freaked out by it. Cool. That's great for you. Lying to yourself is the key to enlightenment. I don't think that that, I think that most philosophers would (laughs) disagree with you. I think the opposite. Just pretend like you don't have any problems and you won't have any. Live in... Outside of reality. I know you say that like you're joking, but I feel like you're serious and it makes me very sad when you say things like that. I don't don't know. I mean... Are you serious? I can't tell. Do you really feel that way? Because that's very sad. (laughs) I don't... I don't... I just don't understand... We can't get into this right now. (laughs) I'm not getting into it right now. It's not what this episode is about. Um, So... Yeah, <laughs> we're moving on. Um, more, more, more to stock up in after hours. I'm going to write it down right now so we don't forget. Um, yeah, but you know, just do it. Some, that's what I'm saying. Well, what what we're saying was that. What were we saying? <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that I think we wrapped it. I don't think we got to try and force a button that doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah i mean it it's all worthwhile in the end it's all worthwhile in the end How because you that? get free drink tickets when you perform <sighs> and the trade and the, it's all worthwhile because of the trade and the drink tickets hello and you get into the club for free there's also that so these are all three big things and the spiritual stuff. <laughs> yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Erica, Schmerica, foof. <laughs> Do you love, love, love turning purple? Do you love it so much? Can you not get enough of the dulcet tones of our sensuous voices? Well, I've got amazing news for you. Fantastic news, y'all. You can get even more on our after show. After Hours. After Hours. Now available at patreon.com slash turning purple. An extra hour every week. Every week of the Kiki and the carry of it all, darling. So subscribe to our Patreon and you get, not only do you get After Hours, but you also get access to our entire catalogs of Musica. Music. That's right. You can get all of our tracks and an HQ, darling. HQ. And an extra hour, an extra episode every single week for the low, low price of $10 a month. That's not a lot. It's not that much. It's really not that much. So support us on patreon.com slash turning purple. Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? There 
she is, but who is she? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> who is she? Um, <laughs> uh, who is she this week is one of our one, one of, of our, our favorite, si- well, one favorite of our favies, our fazies. I think we're going to just She's more do like an auntie. Yeah. We haven't done any of our sisty besties on the who is she because we were kind of thinking like maybe everybody already knows who our sisty besties are, but I think maybe they don't. So right. we're going to start doing our sisty and besties. And we were like going to do like Skype calls, but I just don't know. I just don't know if maybe we're going to get, we'll that get together. into that. It's so technological. It's so technological it's and it's very it's a lot. There's a lot going on right now. The who I is feel she's like are really just about us spreading the good spreading news. Spreading the good the good news. The good news. Have you the read good, the good, good news? news. Have you read the good good news? Don't nobody bring me no, no bad, bad news. news. Um, <clears throat> but the good news about, you know, talented artists that we know, that we've uh-huh. worked with, that we've that we enjoy. I think we just made this decision. I think I unilaterally made this decision for us right now, but we're gonna be doing our sisty besties from now on. You're like, why are you doing that? Why aren't you doing Johnny? Why aren't you doing Linda? Well, we will. Oh well, yeah. I mean, we've only got so many sisty We've only besties. got so many sisty besties. <clears throat> but um this if one, you're a listener, you know, you might not be in the gay pimping universe. It's possible. That I would feel be, like I mean, you probably are. I feel like you probably are, but um, maybe but some, but someday, maybe people will be listening to this someday in the future. I'm sure at least one person is like, gay pimping who? Never you think? know. You never know. I Write guess. us on Twitter if you know, have no idea what gay pimping means. At turning purple underscore on Twitter. Anyway, yeah. who is she, Erica? Who is she? Today's who is she is Mr. Teddy Morgus. Teddy Morgus. Um, Teddy Morgus is genius. Genius. So many she's things. She's an actress. She's an actress. She's a comedian. She's a comedian. She's a queen. Well, maybe. She likes a nail. She loves a nail. She enjoys a nail. Um. She, Teddy Margus is um, tell the children about actually Mister Teddy. I, I met Teddy through Johnny. I met Teddy through Johnny as um, well because Johnny McGovern. He, they were kind of in the same stand-up scene in L.A. Um, he used to have a show every Friday at Fubar. Yeah, which and it we was went to Johnny's several party times afterwards. Yeah, we went to it a bunch of times. Yeah, um, and he's very funny. And um, he, it's funny because he used to live in New York, but I think before, yeah, before we, we were ever around. Mm-hmm. And um, well, he's from the East Coast, and she. Uh, the thing about Miss Teddy Marcus is that she, no one can spin a yarn, weave a tail, yes, in the manner he's in got. Which she does, he, and it, it's it's quite something yeah. to behold. Since 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 he no longer is, you know. There's no more public shows at this point. Um, he's doing an Instagram show called Teddy's Tales where he just tells stories from his life. And um, it's great. It's hilarious. And um, lots of just like tea and just shenanigans and, and all of that. All of that. And she does this thing with her sister where she does little uh, minute musicals. Um, mm, yeah. Have you seen, I've been watching those. They're so good. He's amazing. Hilarious. They're hilarious. <laughs> um, you can check him out at Teddy Margus. That's T E D D Y M A R G A S on Instagram and 
watch his live stream um, on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific. And he also has a podcast that I love to listen to called Cooking the Queens, which is a RuPaul's Drag Race uh, recap show um, where they talk about all things Drag Race and go into the details of each specific episode. And, each specific um, one? Each specific, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, you might have seen him. I should have said this first. You might have seen him on um, your t- television screen at home. Yeah, and several, he was, several things. He's been in several things. He's been in several many things. But um, he Most, was recently featured in AJ and the Queen AJ on the very the first Queen. episode. RuPaul's Netflix show. He was the, he was the club manager um in the very first episode of AJ and the Queen like where like at the beginning when RuPaul's like performing in that club or whatever and he's like I'm out of mm-hmm. here and then and they're like you'll never last <laughs> you'll <laughs> whatever never last <laughs> um so yeah he's great and uh, check him out Teddy Margus at Teddy Margus on Instagram we love you Teddy we love you Coyle so Teddy. that's who she Teddy Morgan. That's who she was. <laughs> who is she? She's Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> That was very, uh, very uh, Prince Protege yeah. of you. Thank you. Very Prince Protege. Of I you. gave you a little Janet last week on the live stream. You did. Yeah. My personal favorite though was that really moody uh, Roland uh, Proud, Proud Mary, Mary that we did. Yeah, that was really fun. Give you the. I was really. I went to another place when you were doing that, bitch. Yeah, I went to another place. Yeah, I was really feeling it. I did that version. I've only done that version a couple times. Maybe only once. I did it at this club called Chantal's House of Shame in Berlin, which is one of the Very clubs. Beautiful. One of the clubs that I play at. Where I don't go on till like three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, it's a very, very that was a very three a.m. Yeah, it's very like everyone's like fucked up. Yeah, like, that's like yeah, yeah, yeah between like, three and four before you pump it back up again. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. It was fun. It was fine. What have you done? What have I done for me lately? Well. You got new furniture today. I got new furniture today, and uh, you did that a long time ago, though. Yeah, that took a month. It to only arrive. took a month to get. Here. It took a month to arrive. We would have so, gone to IKEA to, had it been open. Had it been open, but it had not been open. So, I'm going to stain that furniture this week uh, and put it together. So that's going to be my goal. She's going to stain that furniture, and I also need to. Um, I also posted. On Facebook, which wow. is something that I haven't done in years, I don't think, like a year or maybe years. Wow. Uh, like specific Facebook. So I'm, I, my brain is in the right place right now mm-hmm. for me to dive into my socials. It hasn't been for the past, I'm going to be real, it hasn't been for the past couple of weeks. You know what I just uh, noticed? But it I, is now. You know what I noticed was, so I'm going like, to be doing that. I put it, I put up, a video from the live stream on my Instagram yesterday. No, 
this morning. And I noticed that the last vi- the last thing that I had posted on my Instagram was a video from <laughs> last week. week. Me too. And Where I was like, oh, this week shit, I haven't posted anything on Instagram all I week. Feel, I feel like I've, this week, I've, I, I feel like I've been know. in a time warp this I just week. don't know. I feel like, like the, the, we don't go anywhere. Where am I supposed to take, when am I supposed to just take a picture for no reason? Like, I don't know. You sound like me right now. It's not um, that I have any problem putting it up. I just haven't. It's easier to post on Instagram when you're doing when you're stuff. doing stuff. It's true, you know. I it mean, we're doing easier. we're doing stuff. We're just doing stuff at home, and it's just like there's you know, it's not like we're we didn't haven't taken a hike. Yeah, maybe I just need to document all of the. Here's the thing, uh, I've been saying this for a while, and I haven't yet to do it. I feel like I'm ready to do it. I need to make a, a detailed schedule for myself, not just like I'm gonna accomplish this thing on this day or like try to do this thing this week. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need a detailed schedule. I need to like, I need like an hour by hour setup. <laughs> well, if I'm do going it. To, if I'm going to like really accomplish the things that I want to do. Um, I would agree with that. So <laughs> I need, yeah, I know. That's why I fucking said it, bitch. I know I need to do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's something that I need to make for myself in the next few days. Um, and then you have to follow and it. And then I have to start following <laughs> it. But it's going to take me a minute to like, to like really get to where, what I need. I'm just need to spend some time thinking about like what it is that I really need to do and like how to divide it up during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's harder to get, I'm telling you, it's harder to get things done when you have don't, when you actually have less things to do. Yes, it's true. I've also, um, trying to be gentle with myself and take the time that I need to process what I need to process right now because there's a lot going on mm. in the world. Um, and, you know, and that reconciling that with my new regime, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot happening. So I need to, I needed, I just needed some time, but I'm feeling like I made it like a little bit of a breakthrough. Like yesterday was kind of the worst I've felt in a while. Um, not like in a depressed, anxious sort of way, just a really like down, upset, uh, why bother sort of thing kind of washed over me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like I needed to get that out of my system and I don't feel like that anymore. So I'm, hopefully I can take this, ride this wave and uh, sail right into the coming week with a renewed vim and vigor. What regarding regarding what did I just call me (laughs) regarding my uh, scheduling of the things that I need to to accomplish? Uh, We actually what else did we accomplish? We did a photo shoot this week though. This past week we did a we did a photo shoot and we made a cover. We made a cover for your for my new EP, EP and and I uploaded it. You uploaded it last night, so that's actually coming out. The release date for it. On the seventh, right? July seventh. July seventh. My new EP will be coming out. New music. New music and door, door, door. new music and uh, some already released music and old music. Old music. <laughs> I just really wanted. I feel like I needed to put a nice bow on those things, those songs, so I can feel good about where I left them all. Well, yeah, I think it's good that you put it all together um, so people can don't have to search exactly. individually. So, but I just need to feel songs. good about how I left them so I can move on. So yeah. I don't feel like there's any unfinished business. Cause I have other things I want to work on, um, coming up and I don't want to, but I don't want to 
Yeah, regret. I mean, it only took. I don't have any regrets. Six years, exactly. <laughs> it only took us six years. Well, you know, there's a lot of shit's been happening. <laughs> there's been a lot going. The on. last six years have been so busy. They've been really busy the last six years. I mean, there's been a lot of check, check, ah, changing. So, yeah, I've been. She been changing. I am. When changing. did you release? That was 2006. 17 that you released ova yep right mm-hmm. so three years has it only been has it been six or se- maybe seven years <laughs> just then about since we started working on it since we started working on the i was song. living in new york in you 2013 or 14 or what something like that so, so it's yeah. good that we're just getting these things out there so that we can so that's there and dig a done dig a done yeah um so yeah that's what we did and, um, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, are we going to work on the video? Yeah. We're going to do the video. Um, I want to sit, I've, I mean, I'm going to obviously do it with you, but I need to learn how to maybe use that program. It seems very difficult, but I'm going to do my best to try and pick some up. Um, it's really not that hard. I mean, maybe I have an advantage over, you know, advantage over other people because I already knew how to do the music, music editing software and it looks and it's similar, same. you know, it's similar. So, but you know, I don't definitely don't know all the tricks and whatever of it, but you know, once you learn how to do it, if you really want to learn how to do it, then I'll show you. Otherwise you can just look over my shoulder as I do it. I'm just going to look over your shoulder as you do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't been feeling like that excited about being alive lately. Oh, but well, that reminds me of a question um, that I'd like to ask you. <laughs> oh, would you? I do have a question. What's that, Erica? How's your head? Oh, oh my gosh. Elvira, I'm sorry. Are you all right? Yeah, I think so. How's your head? I haven't had any complaints yet. Excuse me? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. I always am the one that has to ask how your head is. (laughs) Well, let me let you know that I haven't had any complaints (laughs) yet. (laughs) Um, No, yeah. I mean, actually, there's been some complaints um, recently because, oh, God. As I mentioned, I did not put anything on my Instagram because I feel like nothing's happening. We haven't, I mean, things are happening, but like we have hardly been anywhere. Um, it's just like, it's just the same old, same old. Um, I don't know. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. The worst part about it is it's getting worse. Yeah, it's getting worse. It's like great. It's not even getting. Everything's getting worse. There's really, literally, no light at the end of the tunnel to look forward to. So I've just been. I don't know. I mean, I've been working. um, I've been trying to finish all my product projects products. um, Products. My products. No, I've been trying to finish my projects to you know. So when them. you feel when you feel like that, why don't you just like be like, Yo, Erica, I feel so shitty. I really think that the world is falling apart and like blah 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 blah. 
You don't think that would make you feel better? I don't really think that I'm <laughs> in feeling bad about like the world is falling apart or anything. I just don't feel. You don't think that has good, anything to do? You know, you don't think the current state of reality has anything to do with how you're feeling? I don't know. It doesn't. It, it's not. I mean, I just, I just, I'm not thinking about anything specifically. I just don't feel good. Like, you know, sometimes you just feel good and you like want to do stuff and blah, 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 you know. Um, sometimes I feel like that and sometimes I don't. So Almond Joy's I, got nuts, mounds don't. I feel like, you know, it's just been, I, I need to, I don't know. Maybe I just need to like do something. I need change. I I don't like to do the, I don't like to do the same thing all the time. I don't like to get stuck in a cycle and in a pattern. Um yeah. I need something to break it up. So I don't know, I'm going to have to figure something out. And uh I think that I've just, you know, not been as structured as I could be, and I've just kind of been like going with whatever more, yeah. uh, more than I usually do, and not working out, and not eating all the time, and not, you know, getting ready for the day, and just kind of like whatever, and just like it's kind of whatevering. Well, I mean, it has a lot to do with producing music because often I will sit in bed from 6 a.m. when I wake up until for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. The other day I didn't eat anything until what, 6.30 at night? And yeah, I had been up, up since in your room. five. I had been up working on the song all day. So, you know, but like didn't get it, didn't take a shower, didn't eat anything and just like super hungry and, but like unable to like, take the step you know what i mean like you ever get so hungry that you don't have the energy to eat you feel like you don't have the energy to eat that happens to me a lot no (laughs) i feel like it would be like you're so hungry that it's like oh my god it would just be easier right now in this moment to just sit here and not get up and like because like getting up and like preparing the food also requires Requires energy. energy yeah sometimes i yeah rarely I usually at least have the energy to grab a handful of something and shove it in my face. Well, see, I don't like to eat snacks usually. So, like, if I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, like, a big meal. See, so I like, love snacks. So it usually saves yeah, me from I never snack, doing usually. that, from ever getting to that kind of a place. So even if I feel like not cooking, I can just grab a handful of something and shove it in my mouth and I'll be okay. Yeah, but that's not satisfying, though, for me because, like, then you're still going to be hungry. Well, you like to shovel. Until yeah. you're, I like until to you're bursting. Yeah. And then I don't have to eat for a while. Shovel, 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 burst. Right. right. Sit. I'm not sleep. good at I'm not good at um, <laughs> eating like the like small amounts at all. Yeah, I like to continually mm-hmm. nibble. Yeah, I'm not a nibbler. Well. Get her here. Get it. her done. Move on. Sometimes I don't want to draw it out. <laughs> um so yeah. Um you know, well, I'm fine. It's just I could be better. Okay. I think. How's your head? Is the shroom still working? Yeah, I need to switch it up. I have switched it up. Um, 
There was LSD uh, now. What'd you say? <laughs> LSD? No, I'm just switching up when I. I'm going to start taking them in the evening, uh, uh, before dinner. I, I did. I've already started, and today I think is part of the reason why I feel much better at this particular moment. I had noticed over the past week, um, it hadn't really sunk in what was actually maybe really going on. I couldn't tell whether it was just everything that was happening or if it was part. It just took me a little while to get into this particular because I've been doing it for so long. Um, it kind of happened subtly, but there's been a, I've been noticing a, that I become a little bit lethargic, uh, in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. and it's been happening pretty consistently. Um, like get a little bit foggy a little bit lethargic. Like my eyes get a little heavy. I feel like I really want to slow down, not think about anything or do anything right at the time of the day when I need to be doing stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, and there's, I don't know. I was reading that that can be part of it. Like lethargy and like, uh, sleepiness mm-hmm. can be a side effect sometimes. So if I, I think if I take it right before dinner, then that'll hit me as I want to go to bed. And then that's what did, that's what I did yesterday, and I feel great this morning, hmm. and I feel like I have a lot more energy right now. So, I think I'm just going to start taking it at uh, like right before dinner time. Before dinner time, <laughs> a lady do carry it. It is a known fact. We got to watch that again. We do because it's been a, it's been a while. It has been a while, but so far so good. I mean, I do. I've been, like I said before, it's weird to have to process and deal with all the other stuff without the filter of depression and anxiety. Um, some th- some things that I experience feel much more uh, potent um, than they used to. Like it's things that I experience are much more potent than they once were. Um, most of the emotions, most of my emotions are much more present and much more potent. So uh, I've just been trying to... now with even more emotions. Yeah. Um, and But I like it. I feel good. I don't feel bad. I just... Uh, I don't feel... Like I don't feel depressed or anxious. Mm-hmm. But I do have... I was having some strong uh, feelings of like helplessness and uh, a bit... Just upset in general, just a general uneasiness, like up, just very much upset um, and helpless mm-hmm. about everything that's happening in the world. Um, so I just kind of leaned into it a little bit, let it happen. Uh, it's definitely not past. All that shit's still there. But I'm, de- I'm like I said before, I'm able to just kind of put it in its place and... Not necessarily move on, but move past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... So, my head is actually doing fairly well. I feel very pretty clear and focused. So, well, I feel yeah. pretty good. I, I mean, it's... I can't... Haven't had any complaints? Haven't had any complaints. I mean, I can always have a complaint or two. But uh, not not about that. Not of late. Well, that's good. Well, hooray. Hooray for, for you. you. I shot my arrow. It went real high. So you can say hooray for me then. 
Thank you very much, Dorian Corey. Oh, yeah. No, it's hard. I think it's hard. I think it makes it even harder, obviously, like when we don't have our normal schedules. Um, you know, we're, we can't really go anywhere. There's mm-hmm. really not that much to look forward to, you know, to maintain some type of positivity and like whatever mental state that you're looking for is not always the easiest. Um, like, yes, re- like difficult working, to remain working positive. Working out at the gym was helping me so much of just like getting me up, going to the gym, getting ready. And then like, I felt, you know, make my lunch and then I'm like ready to do my work. And it was just like, great. It was like my, that was like my schedule that I could adhere to. And I was going to the gym like six days a week, you know? Uh And, um, I don't know. I just can't bring myself to work out at home like that anymore. So I'm, I've been doing all right. I need to do better. Yeah. But, uh, I'm also trying to be very, I mean, my diet is keeping things pretty much intact. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be gentle with myself. Yeah. Because there's a lot. Because well, things don't be are too overwhelming. Gentle. Don't be too gentle, Erica. Well, you, you, <laughs> I think you could stand to be a little more gentle with yourself. I don't know. Um, I think being hard on yourself is a good thing. I, I think there's such a thing as being too hard on yourself. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think I'm, I'm, I, from, I'm working on identifying when I need to be, when I need to just let myself be experiencing what I'm experiencing Mm -hmm. because what I'm getting is like these things don't last as like the depression anxiety used to these emotions, these, these like, uh, things that wash over me don't last. So I just need to let them happen. Just lean into a little bit, let it happen. And then they'll be over. And then I can move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm feeling. That's how she's feeling. So feeling. her head, so her head is good. I think that she's on the right path. Great. I'm gonna reevaluate the next milestone. I think is gonna be three months. Um, see where I'm at then. If I want to maybe ease up my dose. But the thing is, it's so easy to to manipulate because it's re- easy to identify the effects. Mm-hmm. Even over time, it took me a few days to really get what was going on with the lethargy thing. But even it only took a few days for me to figure it out. Um, so. Yeah. And I mean, you know, who knows? It might not have. It might stop everything. Working. It might not. It might, you know, it's not. The way that you feel is not necessarily all going back to that. Take, you know, microdosing or whatever. It's like sometimes you feel good. Sometimes you feel bad. Sometimes you just feel okay. You know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. You just got to let those things happen. I've always, for been, me, I've I have to let been, them, those I've always happen. been like, it's been, you know, have you ever met those people that like always seem like they're just like the same? 
people that don't have any like what range, like, they range don't have of any emotion? Range, not emotion. I'm talking about like range in their mood. People you know? that are just super chill. Not always. Some people are super intense. Intense all the time. Yeah. Some people are super happy people all the time. People that don't have any super... variance in their... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like I'm, I, yeah, very, I I'm very like here and there. You know what I mean? Like I can be really playful. I can be really withdrawn. I can be very engaged. I, I, it really just Stern. depends on my moon. mood. <laughs> what? Stern. I can be very stern. I can be very relaxed. Like it really, like it, it changes. I'm not always the same. I'm not always happy. Sometimes I am really happy and like really outgoing. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anybody, you know, but it always is like puzzled me. Like people that like friends or whatever that I'm around that are just always seem to be in the same area all the time. You know, maybe with an exception here and there, you know, like yeah, guys I'm or something not, obviously going to be upset. But like in general, they have the gen, the same general, like uh, they're always kind of like vibe neutral like that. They have neutral a neutral. Vibe. I don't have a neutral. Do you think I have a neutral? Um, I used to. I don't think so much anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I think you you definitely there are varying degrees. I mean, it depends what's got, like if you're manic or yeah, that's definitely. But I mean, not even that. Like that. That's obviously the extreme. But I don't know. I feel like yeah, I'm you're. I mean, you're kind of here like and there. A reg- no, I wouldn't say that it's uh, jarring. There, are, there's no, no, definitely. No, 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 no. I know. I mean, I think that more most people are like sometimes I'm this, sometimes I'm that. I'm talking about the people that you see that I'm like, they hardly have any range. They always seem like the same. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. That's weird to me. I'm not like, you don't think, I mean, I'm definitely not like You're a total wreck all over the place. (laughs) You're all over the board. You're not even in the boundaries. That's not. You're out in the parking lot. Wreck. What's going on? Call me a wreck, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, wreck. You're a wreck. <laughs> Did I hit a sore spot there? Call me a wreck. Ah. Oh, God. Erreckator. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she's wrecked. She's a wreck. She's a mess. No, I've, I've always <laughs> found it quite difficult to conceal uh whatever's going on i definitely can and shut there's a point where i can shut down and yeah, that's, but I don't that's even pretty know con- like, that's pretty I'm consistent talking about concealing something i think that like some people i just wake up and they're like they feel the same every day you know i think that's a lie i don't know it seems like i know some people where it's like yeah if you're medicated maybe no i think that that some people are just well adjusted <laughs> Unlike I don't know what me, that is. because I'm not with that. I'm not that for sure. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty well adjusted considering considering where I came from. That's true. Well, let us know. Do you feel the same all the time, or do you, listeners? Do you have 
Do you feel different from day to day? I feel like this person that you're talking about doesn't actually exist. I feel like people that are listening to this show. (laughs) No, this person. No, the person that you're talking about that's like the same. Maybe they just come across like that to me. You know, or maybe they're pretending. They're pretending or heavily medicated. I don't know. I think some people are pretty much. I used to feel pretty what my normal would be that I feel like I'm at sometimes feel pretty good. Well, you were for for me in my mind, that was, you were always stoned. So like that was your normal. Yeah. I guess I was on a lot of drugs at the time. So, so me, like (laughs) what I think of you, like I think of you stoned usually. I was so stoned that I didn't really have time to think about how I felt for the big, the good part of my late teens or and 20s yeah, exactly yeah being no, sober you just choose not to think being about sober it. sucks because <laughs> you have to like feel all the stuff that you're feeling Ugh, yeah it's, it's great and it's not great i love it i love feelings i love feelings i love emotions i love experiencing them i love bad feelings i love good feelings i love all my feelings i'm, I'm like really getting into my feelings i love my feelings they're great <sighs> Okay. <laughs> That's great. I'm appreciating We're gonna talk more I'm appreciating about my emotions. We're going to talk more about feelings and I'm probably going to make Erica cry in After Hours. So go to patreon.com oh, slash After Hours. I have too much eyeliner on. You can't make me cry. And get into the kiki carry of it all and until next time thanks for listening but we have to tell so them to follow us oh yeah on, you have a whole list i of can't things believe to you remembered them. of all people you have a whole list of things to um, tell people watch us watch us live in action on the interwebs on twitch tv dot no twitch dot slash living room live every tuesday at 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern we do a live stream Called the living room where I'll be singing, Erica be dancing, dancing and, and lip syncing and singing and sometimes playing music and dancing around and just having a good old fashioned kiki. So you can watch us every every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night, join us, chat with us, chat with us on Twitch. You can also watch it on YouTube and uh, my Facebook, Facebook if you're feeling that. But yeah, and um, visit our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash. Turning purple for even more content every week for our official after a whole hours another hour podcast called After Hours, and uh, we'll be releasing. We're giving you access. Oh, to, that's what you got to work on. You got to put your music up there this week. We will be putting music up <laughs> on. I already put some music up. Eric, it's Erica's turn. Um, the next one is Twitter. <laughs> our Twitter is twitter.com slash turning purple underscore. Follow me on Instagram at Adam Joseph Music and Twitter Adam Joseph Music. Follow Eric on Instagram and Twitter at, at Erica Tour E R I C K A T O U R E. And if you have social media anxiety like Erica, you can also email us at Gmail uh, Turning Purple Pod at gmail.com. at Gmail dot com. And lastly, please. Give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts and tell us how much you're enjoying the show. Give us a nice review. Five on, stars only, please. Yeah, five stars only because why would you not? Why would you? Why would you not? 
Why would you not? Do you want me to? Do you want to make me upset? Are you trying to make me cry? Um, it doesn't take much. Okay, so <laughs> that is. I mean, when you tell the truth, got, you're telling the truth. I think we got it all. And um, thank you so much for listening. thank you for listening. Again. We also love to hear from you. Oh yeah, and so watch keep, this. Watch this. And on thank you for helping me internet with my branding and next oh, week yeah that's I'm what going we didn't to, talk about next week i'm going to i'm going to collect all of the we various didn't even responses follow up with that i'm going to collect all the various responses we got some good ones um of, and of what maybe to choose someone who they figured out who you were erica yeah we're gonna next i think in the next yeah next episode we're gonna follow up okay next episode um yeah so tune in next time to figure out who erica tour is and until next time we will be Turning purple. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh.